me and my daddy. That's me. Daddy tells me the story. I like hearing about battles, <coughs> chopping off heads, <coughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <coughs> the disgusting bits, <coughs> and ask the questions that you want to know. And if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him, Daddy, we always learn about people in history story time. I think today we should learn about animals. <coughs> a knight is not a proper knight without a horse. <laughs> I remember when we did the history story time about the space race. The Americans even sent a chimp into space. <coughs> a chimpanzee. <coughs> And the Russians sent dogs. Dogonauts. Seventy years ago, the Soviet Union, which is what Russia used to be called, had started building spaceships. Now they wanted to see what would happen if a living thing went into space. The Russians found a stray dog walking the streets of Moscow. They called her Laika. She was a mongrel dog. She was part husky and part terrier. She was a quiet and friendly dog. In 1957, they sent her up in one of the first ever spacecraft. Three, two, one, fire! They had measured her heart rate and her breathing in space. Unfortunately for poor Lyka. They did not build the rocket very well. It got so hot that within a few hours, Laika had died. The spaceship orbited the Earth two and a half thousand times with Laika's dead body in it. It then fell down to Earth as a fireball. That's really sad. As you told me a dog history story time, I'm going to tell you a cat history story time. Go on. In World War Two, the Germans had a big battleship called the Bismarck. It set sail to sink British ships. On board were two thousand two hundred sailors and one ship's cat. His name was Oscar. He was black and white. Ships like to have cats on board to kill the rats. The British found the Bismarck and attacked her. Eventually, the Bismarck was sunk. Only a hundred and thirteen sailors survived, and Oscar the cat. A small British ship called HMS Cossack saved the sailors and Oscar, who had been found clinging to a wooden board in the sea. The British thought it would be a good idea to keep the cat, so Oscar changed sides and became a cat in the British Royal Navy. He was a very friendly cat. And after all, he was used to being on a ship. He used to walk the ship's rail and meow at the sailors. But later that year, 
a German submarine saw HMS Cossack and the submarine fired a torpedo at her. Fire! The torpedo exploded, killing 159 men. But Oscar survived. He was saved and brought ashore to a British naval base. Next, Oscar joined a British ship called HMS Ark Royal. And the funny thing about HMS Ark Royal was it was the same ship which had helped sink the first ship Oscar was on, the Bismarck. Wow! The British decided to change Oscar's name to Sam. In fact, they called him Unsinkable Sam. Just a few months later, HMS Ark Royal was spotted by a German submarine. The German submarine fired a torpedo at HMS Ark Royal and hit her. The ship, though, sank really slowly. Almost all the sailors were saved and Sam the cat was found clinging to a wooden plank. By this time, the cat had had absolutely enough of being sunk. The sailors said he was really angry. That was the last time that Sam went to sea. Afterwards, he went to live in England and had a full and very happy life. We've done cats and dogs. We've got time for one last animal. You pick one. A bird. In World War I, they hardly had any telephones, so it was really hard for the generals to know what their soldiers were up to in battle. And because so much of the battle happened in trenches, the generals couldn't see either where their soldiers were. We did some of this in the Christmas Truth History Storytime. The space in between the trenches were called No Man's Land because it was too dangerous for any man to stay there for long. So to help with messages, the armies used carrier pigeons. You see, the thing about pigeons is that wherever they are, they always know how to get home. And they are very brave and very determined. And whatever happens, they will get home. So the armies used to teach the pigeons that home was in the same place as the generals. Then they would give pigeons to some of the soldiers in the trenches. The soldiers would write messages on small pieces of paper. They would tie the messages to the ankle of the bird and then they would let the bird go. Ah, and the bird would fly straight home and the generals would be at the home and then they could read the messages from their soldiers. Clever. The American army had a pigeon called Cher Ami. In the last year of the war, he flew ten times from no man's land back home carrying vital messages. Then, at the Battle of Argonne, some American soldiers were cut off behind the German lines. The Germans surrounded them and started to kill many of them. But when things couldn't get any worse for the Americans, they did. The American soldiers were attacked by massive artillery shells. 
They were exploding all around, killing American soldiers. The artillery was not German artillery, it was American artillery. The Americans were accidentally firing on their own soldiers. Why did they do that? The American artillery couldn't see the American infantry, so they thought they were shooting at the Germans. The American infantry had only one chance, the pigeons. Now they had three pigeons with them. They tied a message to the foot of the first pigeon. The message told the American artillery to Stop shooting at your own people! The pigeon took off. But the Germans knew that the Americans would use pigeons to take messages home, and so they were watching. They started shooting at the pigeon. The pigeon was killed. The Americans sent a second pigeon. But again the Germans were watching. So they started shooting at the pigeon. The pigeon was killed. Now the Americans had only one pigeon left. Jeremy! They tied the message to her leg. The Germans saw her taking off. They started to shoot at her. She was shot and wounded in her chest. But she carried on flying home. Then she was shot again. Little Cherami was blinded in one eye, but she carried on flying home with her vital message. Then she was shot again. This time Cherami's leg was blown off. Cherami, with only one eye, one leg and a hole in her chest, carried on flying. She made it back home where the generals were waiting. They read the message and quickly ordered the American artillery to stop shooting. Over 200 American lives were saved by brave Cherami. The doctors worked to save Cherami. They fixed her chest and they even made her a wooden leg. They couldn't give her her broken eye back. But what they did was give her lots of medals. And she got medals from both the French and the Americans for bravery. Daddy, we humans owe a lot to animals. The animals they fought by our side, hurrah, hurrah. The animals they fought by our side, hurrah, hurrah. The horse that charged with knights and striped archers, arrows, pissed their sides. They all deserve a chapter two of history story time. The animals explode by our side, hurrah, hurrah. The animals explode by our side, hurrah, hurrah. Dogs and chimps went to space, keeping us safe, just in case they all deserve a chapter two of history story time. The animals join the army too, hurrah, hurrah. The animals join the army too, hurrah. Pigeons carry notes for home, we never have one, it's all alone. They all deserve a chapter two of history story time. The animals served on mighty ships, hurrah, hurrah. The animals served on mighty ships, hurrah, hurrah. The cats, they killed the mice for us, they did it all without a fuss. And they all deserve a chapter two of history story time. If you like this history story time, you should listen to next week's episode about Hannibal. We learned how he fought the Romans with his elephants. And don't forget to like or subscribe. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.